Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony. Thank you all for joining us today. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Daniel and Shay. We'll start off with you, Shay. How are you? How are you doing today? Oh, I'm good, buddy. I got my vaccine, so I'm yeah. feeling good. Uh, you got know, five G, man. Got my five G. Got my Windows ninety five. I'm I'm set. I I've got all these crazy, you know, powers now, though. It's amazing. What 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 What's the best power you got from this vaccine? The best power that I got from this vaccine? Yeah. Uh, I can read. I can read properly things now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were going to say something like. I have the ability to fight off COVID. And I'm no. like, yeah. No, not yet. That's two weeks. That, that kicks in later. <laughs> yeah, because you have, you have to do the second dose, right? When's, well, I don't want to, that's a little bit personal, but your second <laughs> dose is coming in a couple of weeks. Us, and... us Canadians have been blessed that our second dose is, I think, end of the year. So <laughs> <laughs> mine is, yeah, sometime in the summer. Um, I'm hoping that if we keep getting more vaccines delivered to Canada, they might start pushing people's second doses up. Right. Uh, but we'll see what happens. You know, um, I know, Aunt Daniel, you're this week. You're going to be you're going to be joining us soon. Yeah, in, I'll be joining on the other uh, side. You know, you know, the team Pfizer team vaccine. Uh, I know. Um, I asked them when I was there. I'm like, hi, do you have Daniel Daniel here? They're like, yeah, yeah, we've got his file right here. I'm like, what's he getting? He's like, they're getting, he's in the Dubrega. I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> yeah, no. no, that's not good. <laughs> that it's just in an alleyway. <laughs> you have to pay for it. Yeah. This, this yeah. guy named Steve in a van. Uh, at least Steve's yeah. like a nice name, you know? It's not a, it's not a needle. It's like a turkey <laughs> bait. They're going to inject me with Like, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice that we're finally getting to join our american brethren with uh vaccine access right um it's only getting more accessible this week here in ontario with i think tomorrow or the day you're listening to this today um it's going to be 18 plus for all hot zone areas which is basically the majority of ontario um so it's good i mean if if you're eligible to get it get it you know like we as nice as it is to be at home all the time it really isn't. So no, no. Uh, if we could get back to some type of normal, some type of um, evolve from where we were, it'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Daniel? How was your how was your week? Uh, it's been a good week. Honestly, it's just been uh, it's been a busy week. So like, you know, when we were making the document this week and I was looking at, you know, what we've been watching, I'm like, man, like, it's been a light week. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things that we've watched, but we can't talk about yet because of embargoes. But um, other than that, yeah, it's been a pretty quiet week. but. Uh, Quiet week's a good week sometimes, you know? Yeah, it's a good refresher, reset your, your mind, and that's what we're going to do today. So, um, and as always, you can catch a new episode of the Movie Podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast streaming services. Um, as always, you can leave a comment, question, or suggestion on our socials if you head over to Instagram or Twitter and look up at the Movie Podcast. And you can also join our Discord as well. And we are on a mission to hit 200 star reviews on the Movie Podcast podcast site. So you can head over to, right after this episode, head over to our podcast page on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a comment. And you know, you're doing us a favor because we want to continue doing this for you guys. And we want to make this our, you know, our lives. It is our lives, but we want to make it every day <laughs> an everyday thing. We want to do this for a living, so please. Yeah, we want to. Yeah, this is this is what we want to do. Thank you. I'm going to kick it off to Daniel for announcements. Hello, welcome to announcements this week. Uh, we have you do like school announcements, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to uh, Santa McCampion's school announcements. That's the high school I went to. Um, let's yeah. This week we have a bunch of different things going on. Uh, reviews. We have a bunch on the movie podcast feed that went up over the last couple weeks. Without Remorse, which is the Michael B. Jordan film that is on Amazon Prime. Mortal Kombat, which you could check out on PVOD. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, we have all six episodes recapped, reviewed, and reacted to. Uh, Mythic Quest, Everlight, Love and Monsters, Shiva Baby, The Unholy, Godzilla vs. Kong. Pretty much every single piece of movie and new Marvel series that have come out this year. We have episodes of review for them, so check them out on the movie podcast feed. We have a giveaway going on right now. Anthony already told you where to go on Instagram and Twitter at the movie podcast. Check out the page. Check out the post that has the $100 iTunes card giveaway. It's open for everybody in Canada only because it's for the Canadian iTunes store. 
Uh, but in honor of our 100th episode, we want to give back to you, our beautiful listeners who have supported us all this way. Um, and there's a chance to uh, win $100 on iTunes. So that's pretty cool. Um, also, uh, as we always say every single week, we are affiliates of P-Link. So if you uh, may have noticed on Instagram, sorry, on Instagram and Twitter, we use these little short links when we're posting brand new episodes. Uh, those, uh, that comes from a company called P-Link. Uh, and we love using them. If you're on a podcast, it's essential and it will send your listeners to the right place on every device, every single time. Check out our show notes for our, our affiliate code because we really recommend it. Also, there's a lot of great stuff in our show notes, so check that out there. Uh, this week, we have a bunch of different things going on. We have our Star Wars The Bad Batch review dropping on Tuesday, May 4th, of course. We have Mythic Quest Season 2 dropping on Friday, May 7th. And we'll also have a review for Guy Ritchie's Wrath of Man that stars Jason Statham on Friday, I want to say, because it comes out on Friday in theaters where it's uh, where theaters are open. Uh, we may have it sooner, but of course, follow us on social media to see when that's going to drop. And actually, some cool news this week. I'm going to be on Cinema Scene, which is a Rogers TV show um, hosted by our friend Eric Marchin, who is the host of Untitled Movie Podcast with our friend Matt Rohrbeck. So we'll be making the movie podcast TV debut this week. Hopefully I do well. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I'll definitely be posting on our movie podcast feed and on my own personal feed at DBAPS um, when that episode goes live. So stay tuned for that. Thank you, Daniel, for all those announcements. So you are going to be on TV, right? Like we're going to be able to see you on a channel. Like if I turn to you. will be able to see me on Rogers TV. That's dope. Um, that's cool. You know, yeah. so uh eric's a really nice guy we uh we haven't had him on the show yet we have to have him on the show show soon but uh we've had matt on his co-host for untitled movie podcast on a bunch of different times we may have him on this week again for a review that we're doing but um yeah i was really happy that eric uh reached out and asked and uh i'm so stoked to be on tv so we'll see how that goes what are you wearing uh i don't know yet so i'm gonna have to who's doing your hair and makeup yeah um my sister uh, okay. You know, called my sister over. She's going to do my makeup like we did in our short film. Oh, great. Shay. So great. just blood everywhere. <laughs> She's going to go bloody? Um, <laughs> why? Gonna, I'm going to go bloody for it. Bruised you know? up. So I'm just... Uh, this is this is the not, effects of, of not getting a vaccine yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Daniel's weekend look. Uh, this, is, this is just my TV look. Yeah. Uh, have you guys ever been on TV before? Um, I... I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think I was, yeah. I went to one year, I went to Toronto Fashion Week when it was still doing it. Oh, here, yeah. Back in 20, what did I say? Two, 2009, 2008. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was captured on. Uh, Toronto Fashion Week. I was just, I, yeah, I was. I was on the runway. Was it, was it cops? Like, what was this? <laughs> I, I meant they like they, it was they, they shot me. I, I was just randomly, oh, you now. randomly there. And yeah, I was there. Um, cool. yeah, I, uh, I was on Rogers TV as well. I think I weird. And, and honestly, this is the weirdest thing ever. Um, I had a friend who was, uh, was hosting a, like a, a modeling fashion show. I guess Anthony, both and I both are doing fashion shows now. <laughs> and sure. one of his models called out. And as you, if you've seen me in real life, you know that I have the physique of a model. Um, yes. so Immediately, he was like, hey, listen, my model called out. Can you go on the stage? I'm like, yeah, do you want me to tell them that the model called out? Is that what you want me to do? He's <laughs> like, no, I need you to put these clothes on and walk the runway. And I was like, I will never do that in, in my life because that is not something that I was meant to do. Uh, anyways, after much yelling, he eventually forced me to go on stage and I did the runway and I came back in. And then I had friends messaging me after saying, hey, I think I just saw you show off some clothes on a on a runway <laughs> oh yeah um that wasn't me but yeah it was yeah, yeah. yeah i remember that like now me. i had to uh, <laughs> wipe that memory out of my head i was actually on uh so back in the day uh when i was uh interning at mtv i was on uh mtv live mm-hmm. my, so my first day working on mtv they're like yeah we need you to uh to uh be on tv and like do these weather effects for this like skit that they were doing um so that was fun that i got to be on that and then as a child i was on this uh, game show and uh it was like a hockey trivia game show and uh it was hosted by joe who used to be like tvo kids like he used to be a tvo kids host oh, that's such a, like a generic um, name yeah hosted by joe <laughs> i've no last name, <laughs> his last name right now. Uh, <laughs> but like i i remember because i i opened the show and i had to like hula hoop 
Oh. And if I if I did it, I won like this like baseball bat of all things. So like this is a hockey sure I want a hockey trivia, bat. right? I just want to make sure. Jay, don't question the Canadian television uh, methods. No, don't question them. Uh, but I was super jealous because uh, my sister was on. Uh oh, oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. So I wish uh, I wish I got to go too. The show was canceled by the time it was my year to go. Ugh. Well, we can we could I do an uh oh episode where we uh, just goo you. Yeah, Anthony can be the Punisher. Yeah, well, definitely. We yeah. can definitely. I'll just that. come into your room and just hit you with a baseball bat, the one that you got. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the, the, the the steel baseball bat. Do it up, man. <laughs> Put me out of my misery. You guys ready? You ready to get into Let's the news? Hundred percent. Let's do it. Anthony did like a psych out there. He did. He did. The guy. Are you ready? Are you ready? Three, two, one. Okay, let's get into first first news story. DC fandom is returning in 2021. And this is coming from the DC press release that was released this week. With its first look at some of DC's biggest news, new movies, games, shows, and comics, DC fandom set the world ablaze, garnering over 22 million views across 220 countries and territories. It was a true global phenomenon, allowing fans to get up and close and personal with the people behind the characters and worlds that they love. And on October 16th, 2021, it's back for more. Further details about the new DC fandom are currently unraveled. Regardless, the first DC fandom was a rousing success that debuted the first look at the Batman, Black Adam, and the Suicide Squad. Both Black Adam and the Batman will likely be featured again. Other projects that may be previewed include HBO Max's Peacemaker, Green Lantern, and the Bat- Batman Gotham PD equals series. So last year, DC fandom was a huge success, and we all we all watched it. We all enjoyed it. Um, it was like a 24-hour thing, pre-recorded, but really, really well done. No hiccups like some of the other fandoms that went on throughout the throughout last year's pandemic and even this year's pandemic. But um, I think. I think this was a super smart move for DC to continue doing it, but I'm going to throw it off, throw it to Daniel for uh, his reaction in regards to DC fandom returning. Uh, You know, this is something that I was really hoping that we would see happen again this year. I think DC fandom was such a huge success. She had such a huge marketing beat for Warner brothers and DC last August uh, when this happened and seeing, you know, all of the amazing trailers throughout the day drop, like uh, the Batman, uh, Justice League, you know, Wonder Woman. We had the game trailers. It was such an amazing day of content. It felt like Christmas, and it was uh, it, w- it was just awesome. I think they did such a great job with it, and I'm hoping now a year removed from it, they could you know tighten up where they need to tighten up, you know, streamline what they can, and uh, really give fans, DC fans, uh, something super exciting to tune into because. Um, it was probably one of my favorite remote events from last year. You know, it did such a great job and I just, it's just something really cool to look forward to. So I wish it was sooner, but I also get it pushing it later into the year. So um, something to look forward to for later this year. Definitely. What about you, Shay? Yeah. Uh, same as Daniel. I absolutely loved um, DC Phantom. I thought it was really well done. Uh, it was a really cool experience. And I think one of the things that we said while watching it was this can only get better. And DC's in a really good spot right now where, well, they're in an interesting spot right now, let's just say. So let's <laughs> hope that uh, by the time this second fandom is happening, which is October, we see a much more cohesive DC storyline that's going to be put out. And they have enough time now to kind of start planning what their slate is going to look like. So, yeah, let's see. Let's see. They um, Hopefully, we'll get some more Batman information by then. Maybe we'll get a trailer uh, we'll probably will get a trailer. So, yeah, I'm excited. Do you guys what have... What are you hoping to see? Um, yeah, I was going to uh, ask. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you guys hoping to see other than what was what we expect to see? Um, I would love to see more, um, obviously more of the Batman. Uh, and now some surprises of what's coming. You know, like we got like the Flash, uh, I guess Flashpoint movie kind of confirmed last year. We got that first few key arts that were dropped. Um, that'd be awesome to see more. <laughs> of that movie that's probably where we're going to get our first trailer for that movie too um also i'd love to see what's going on the dc game side you know we know gotham knights is coming next year we know suicide squad kill the justice league is happening next year 
maybe Injustice 3, maybe something else in the pipeline that uh, will be a really cool surprise. Maybe announce a Superman movie. I don't know. I'm talking crazy. You know, with the success of Disney Plus's TV series, I'm, I hope they have some somewhat of a plan for TV series that are based on DC characters. Yeah. Um, just because they have HBO Max and there's a huge... We know, um, huge we know Suicide Squad is getting one with Peacemaker yeah. and the Gotham PD show as well, too. So, But something that, nice. like, like really at cool least creates the next we'll say three years or four years, like, you know, DC, Disney does it all the time. We know for the next 10 years what they're going to be releasing on Disney plus and in theaters, um, but something similar to that. So we can actually have some substance to what Warner brothers wants to do with the DC universe. Definitely. Let's move on to some big news, especially if you're Canadian, um, specifically if you live in Toronto. So Netflix chooses Toronto for its Canadian corporate headquarters. And this is coming from David Ryder of the Toronto Star. Netflix has decided to put its Canadian corporate office, a big first step for the streaming giant in this country, in Toronto, in a statement Tuesday. Ted Sarandos. Netflix co-chief executive and chief content officer said, as we grow our business and presence all across Canada, we're excited that Toronto will be our first local office. We're looking forward to opening our doors and building on the great work we've started with our creative partners to bring more Canadian artists and stories to the world. In a February interview with the Canadian press, Sarando said California-based Netflix was looking at Toronto or Vancouver both of which host multiple productions by the streaming service turned major studio. Netflix says it has spent $2.5 billion on productions in Canada since 2017. The city says the company pumps, up, pumps about $200 million a year in Toronto. No address has been chosen for the Toronto office. A temporary site is expected to open in late summer, followed by a permanent location downtown. So we've been hearing about this for quite some time and, you know, with all the big corporations, especially when they're opening um, places in Canada, uh, it's either between Vancouver and Toronto. And this is a huge step for people who live in Toronto. And I'm, I'm super stoked that Netflix has chosen us to host their headquarters. Um, I'm going to throw it to Shay in regards to how he feels about this uh, this this new endeavor yeah this is pretty cool um i love that it's always between us and vancouver and uh, i'm glad that we came out on top this time granted yes vancouver has the much nicer weather than us uh but toronto's got a lot of great shows being filmed here i know that we just canceled kim's convenience lately but we've had a lot of good uh, shows being filmed here. i know jason mamal right now is shooting a movie he was just shooting c here recently too uh, and there's a bunch of stuff. I think Umbrella Academy is being filmed here too. So this yep. is a great place for for us uh, in Toronto. We have a lot of great sites. We also can double for a lot of American cities, which is awesome. And um, yeah, we need we need more money pushed into Canadian entertainment. Uh, there's not that many of us here in Canada, but the people that are here, we're very passionate about movies and television. And I really want us to see come out on top of this. So I'm excited. What about you, Daniel? Uh, yeah, I'm just echoing everything Shay just said. You mean, you know, Toronto is famous for never playing itself in movies. I hope that uh, we could reach a point in, in, in movies and shows where it's cool to have actually Toronto present. I know we're going to see Toronto in like picks in um, a big red next year and things like that. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, just Toronto thought of more in the movie worlds and uh, that the fact that Netflix is looking here, hopefully it attracts more more uh, big streamers to open up businesses here because there's a lot of super talented people like the three of us on the show who would love to uh, work with. We, we already do work with Netflix, but, you know, just now that we'll be closer to them, you know, it'd be great. 100%. And I think like just for our economy and jobs that it's going to create, this is a huge success story for, for Toronto. Let's move on to more Netflix news. With Play Something, Netflix does all the work for you. And this is coming from Cameron Johnson of Netflix. There are times when we just don't want to make a decision. Friday evening after a long work week, a fridge full of food, but nothing jumps out. A family movie night where no one can agree. 
We've all been there. Sometimes you just want to open Netflix and dive right into a new story. And that's why we've created Play Something, an exciting new way to kick back and watch. When you hit the Play Something button, you'll be instantly met with a series or film we know you'll love based on what you've watched before. Or with one more click, you can play something else and get a brand new series or film, a series or film you've already, you're already watching, a series or film on your list, or an unfinished series or film you may want to revisit. So I know this came out this week and I, I haven't really had a chance to look at it, but it seems interesting just reading the little synopsis about it. Um, Daniel, what do you think of this new feature of Netflix? Is it uh, something that will stay or something that's just gimmicky? <laughs> uh really cool feature i can't wait to never use it honestly it's i know it sounds so like reductive to say but i think i i when i go into netflix i kind of know what i'm looking for a lot of the times but there is a lot of those nights that i'm i'm like what should i watch and i'm i'm curious to to try it but i don't know how often i'm going to use it um just because you know sometimes that netflix algorithm could be a little funny and sometimes you'll get those emails or those shows that are, or movies on the very top that said, hey, if you love uh, the town, then you're going to love Medea Goes to Hollywood. And I said, I don't know if those very are similar films. I don't think you. those are very similar movies, but I like that Netflix is at least trying different things. That's it's cool to see. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think, you know, Netflix doesn't have <laughs> it's a streaming service that streams content, right? Movies, TV shows so much. They are still trying to innovate and try to try things different, and I think that's I think that's what counts. What are you? What about you, Shay? Yeah, same here. Um, I don't think I'll use this service. I think I'm not sure if they were doing a slow rollout with it because I noticed it on my girlfriend's Netflix account. Um, there was a little shuffle icon that just yeah. appeared, and I was like, "What is that?" And I never selected it because I was like, "I will never trust you to actually." pull up something that I really want to watch. Cause just like Daniel, I'm going in there with a purpose. I know what I'm about to watch. Um, sometimes my family will end up on my Netflix account and they'll watch something and that'll totally throw off my recommendations. Like what's recommended to me half the time is something that I never want to ever see in my life. So uh, it's really cool that this is out there and maybe, you know, if you're really, I'll definitely give it a shot. I'll try it out, but I don't think it's going to be something that I, I use a lot of. What feature would you guys want in a streaming platform that's currently not available? That's a great question. A great question. I'm okay. First of all, we already got the skip intro button, which is a <laughs> lifesaver. I yeah. think. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know what else I could want. Um, I wonder if, like, I guess because you could. I may make maybe make playlists of stuff of like because I know you have you could have your list. Mm -hmm. uh, Netflix still doesn't have Group Watch, right? And I think Group Watch is a big one. That's... I know they tried it with there was a Chrome extension that could do it, right? right. And I've I've tried um, the Group Watch on Disney Plus, and it works really well. Yeah, so that'd be a cool feature that, to have. Yeah, I think Group Watch would be great. I think being able to maybe customize your lists a little bit more instead of just having lists with just like everything in it. Um, it'd be cool to have just like maybe categor uh, categorize your own stuff. Um, maybe uh, does Netflix show you right now when stuff is going to leave the platform? It does. Yeah. When you click on like, let's just say um, if the office was leaving or friends was leaving, it says leaving December 30th or et cetera. Et cetera. Right, but yeah. it, it's not, gotcha. it's not like an area where it says last chance. It's just when you select it, it'll probably right. show it. Got you. Yeah. I mean, just more, more customization options you know like you know disney plus has been really good with updating their profile icons as new shows and even new episodes of the shows like you could you could choose anthony mackie as captain america now and have anthony mackie as the falcon i think that's cool yeah um i think I, I know netflix does update their profile icons but maybe just have more options for us just maybe like, like things like this play something i think this is something i would have never thought of from netflix but if they're going to have these options here, that's cool. Like, keep innovating, keep trying to give us new ways of watching stuff that we yeah. maybe wouldn't have chose for ourselves before. Exactly. One thing I tend to do when I watch like movies or TV shows is I go right to IMDb and I look up the either the 
person, the actor, the actress, the director, uh, writer, just to figure out who who's making this who's this show and who's this. making this movie. So I think something I know Amazon has it built into X-ray. The, x-ray which does the art the artist like the kid not the artist the actors but it stops everything it like does it, it like i would like it to like just kind of be somehow integrated into the into the frame of mm-hmm. what i'm watching mm-hmm. and then i can like make it disappear that would be cool for me because i yeah. i tend to just go oh let's see what they've made in the past oh they made crap yes. so i'm yes. pretty sure this movie's gonna be crap <laughs> that's how i that's how i, I, I think hope- about it <laughs> I hope Netflix also Netflix and Apple TV trying to figure out their differences and you know if something is on because usually what, I'll go into the Apple TV app to look at different movies because it shows all the actors, the writers, producers attached to it, um, and it'll also show you what platform you could watch it on. But Netflix isn't included in that. Right. Hopefully, in the future, we'll be able to see if they, something's playing on Netflix from that hub. You know, we'll see. I know, uh, off topic, you mentioned Apple. What do you guys think of the new Apple TV that was um, announced and released this week? Uh, it looks cool. I mean, yeah. it's it's not majorly different, mm-hmm. but the other than the remote, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the look of the remote. It's a little different, but uh, you know, I, I know I, I know I'm in the minor- minority, but like I wasn't a. I'm like I'm holding on my Apple TV right when I'm not a. I'm not against this. I know that t- touchpad could be really sensitive sometimes but i like the simplicity of that remote i think the new one just looks a little bit more buttony bulky yeah yeah it's different i would have i would have wanted some sort of light i think how much is that remote on its own uh 69 canadian yeah like some sort of like led just to to light up those the the buttons so you could see it Oh, like backlit backlit i think that doesn't cost that much yeah, like, I they think could put it in anything. Gray. Yeah, and keep it with black. I don't know why they went gray. It just throws everything off. I, I I'm I'm picking up one of the remotes myself. I already have an Apple TV 4K, and all the features that were in the new Apple TV, except for and I don't have a 120 hertz television. Mine is still 60, um, but all the features like color correction, that color balance has come out. I've already tried that. It looks great. Um, but I, yeah, I'm going to get myself a new remote. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Apple TV remote. I, I find it slips a lot for me and I end up pushing the, the, the touchpad a lot often. So it's, I, I, again, I'm also not a huge fan of how this new one looks, but half the time I'm using it in the dark. So luckily I, I just got to make sure I'm pushing <laughs> the right buttons. That's it. So, right. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to some quick updates. I'm going to kick it off to Shay for, for those. For sure. So we've got Ironheart, which is the Marvel Disney Plus series, and it sets Chinaka Hodge as the head writer. Dominique Fishback has been cast in the lead role for the next Transformers movie. You'll remember her from Judas and the Black Messiah. Lady Gaga is rumored to have written and performed the title song for Tom Cruise's Top Gun Maverick. Finn Whitrock has been cast as Guy Gardner in HBO's HBO Max's Green Lantern series. Uh, Andy Machete is attached to direct Edward Gorey's The Doubtful Gu from Kumail Nanjiani and Emily Gordon, his wife. Uh, Academy Award winning Daniel Kaluuya will next star in Jordan Peele's new horror film alongside Steven Yeun and Kiki Palmer and filming begins this summer. Wow. That's a lot of information. Yeah. You know, I thought the Lady Gaga um, title song, when I read it this week, I thought she was performing it with Tom Cruise. Uh. <laughs> and i'm like wait tom cruise is going to be singing this song with lady gaga about fighter jets i wonder how that's going to look hold, hold on well the song from top gun the first one wasn't really about fighter jets it was like a romantic ballad danger zone yeah yeah danger zone was wait danger zone no not not, not danger zone there's another song as well uh, right there was like the love making yes 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 I, i'm assuming this is more of the love making song Oh. It's take my breath away. Yeah, yeah that's take, take my breath away. Yeah. That's it. I, I was mixing. I was confusing it with a different song, but yes. Yeah, I was like, what's what's the shape thing? Danger Zone is a romantic song. <laughs> I I I always I always you know when I hear Danger Zone, I get a little goosebumps in my stomach. I still I still can't hear Danger Zone, Shay. Like I, I've told oh the story. Oh my god! This was, yeah, I told the story. I think in our first month or so of the movie podcast, but uh, I'll just remember. I'll, I'll never forget when we were watching it and we were pressing play at the same time. You had to 
you you said okay i'll be right back you made me pause it and it went back to the main menu and it just kept looping danger zone i wish you left the room for for an hour because you said i'll be right back man i thought you had to pee or something you're like oh yeah i had to go like to um i had to go to work i had to go to work i thought you would understand (laughs) danger zone is a pretty hype song going it's it's awesome for those of you who don't live in canada or toronto specifically we we have an amusement park called wonderland and it was owned by paramount for a bit and the rides were based off of movies and there was a top gun ride and while you're waiting in line to to ride this top gun ride they would play danger zone and you got sight you were like yeah i'm gonna go fucking blow up some shit in this roller coaster and it just psyched you out it was just it was such a good song um even when it comes in the comes on in the car you 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 tend to drive faster well i do yeah i mean uh <laughs> uh cedar fair which owns canada's wonderland now has pretty much stripped away any former ownership of paramount that's a whole other that's a whole other, that's other like, episode <laughs> defunct land episode yeah uh about that but yeah i mean i i don't know if there was flight a flight deck i'm assuming it was at other parks as well right I the guess other, anything, the, uh, anything that had the, Paramount connected to it, who owned it, or oh yes, it was it. at California Great Adventure as well too. Yeah, uh, they had it. So yeah, man, like you'd go to. I miss those those Paramount days of Canada's Wonderland. Those were when like when I had my season pass, and I'd go like every day, drive there or take the Wonderland bus. You know, the Wonder yeah. bus. The Wonder there was bus. a Wonderland bus. There was a Wonder bus. Yeah, it went from uh, in Brampton. This is what like ever all like the high school kids said like. It went from uh, from Rampton all the way to Wonderland. So you'd go from Trinity Commons. Uh, you'd go from there, which is kind of towards Vaughn and I guess Kaladin, and you just go straight uh, straight to Wonderland on the bus. Is great, oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to some trailers. 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 We have four new trailers that released this week. I'm going to go through them quickly and we're going to talk about the ones that stood out the most. Uh, we have Sweet Tooth, Georgetown, Luca, and The Tomorrow War. Oh, we got, we got a couple extras oh, right underneath there. Ah, oh, this page is documented. I thought this was something else. We have <laughs> six new trailers, guys. I, I do apologize. Troll Hunters, The Rise of the Titans, and uh, Netflix's summer movie montage of all the content that's coming out on Netflix throughout the summer what what trailer st- stood out to you the most we'll start uh, off with daniel we got the uh the first look at the tomorrow war which is the chris pratt film and i just kept laughing the whole time because literally the notes in the trailer for the like the score is oh canada like literally like you play it and it's like bum i'm like are they are they playing O canada right now for this trailer to the the composer for this trailer like yes yes you know what's gonna get people hyped oh fucking canada and i'm like okay they it gets did me it. hyped gets me hyped every single time I'll i guess if you that. play it in that note for sure it sounds pretty yeah. epic <laughs> it was very epic uh still don't know what's going on in this trailer to be honest with you because it's just chris pratt looking like reacting to zombies slash monsters slash aliens i'm not too sure what the what they're really fighting because you don't really see it in this trailer but yeah it's coming to prime this summer so we shall see um i was also a little disappointed that uh guillermo del toro came back to twitter to hype up an announcement and then it ended up being troll hunters yeah that was pretty meh um from for me i think luca really stood out i think i thought that trailer was fantastic and it kind of, it, you know, with the news coming out this week that a lot of Pixar um, filmmakers are pretty sad that their movies are going straight to Disney Plus and not the theaters. I think like when I watched it, I'm like, man, this does, I, you know me on theaters. I'm not, big, I'm not like, oh my gosh, like you guys. But I, when I saw Luca, the trailer, I'm like, man, this would have looked great on a huge screen. It just, it's so vivid and beautifully well done and the animation is very unique because you've never seen it like this doesn't seem like a pixar film but it is because it has the little qualities and characteristics of it but um yeah i would have loved to see luke on a big screen what about you shay 
Yeah, I thought the Tomorrow World tra- Tomorrow War trailer uh, or first look was pretty cool. And Luca, I, I really dug the style as well. And the, so the character designs kind of remind me of Wallace and Gromit a little bit um, in the stop motion animation style. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Let's 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 see what happens. Any Netflix content that you saw that through, through that montage that excited you? Uh, makes me. I'm really hyped for Army of the Dead, which mm-hmm. is coming out in the next uh, few weeks. Um, you know, Netflix made a big deal that saying, "Hey, you know what? We we are putting a new movie out every single week. We are spending. Um, I forget how much Netflix said they're spending. Is spending how much in content this year? It's like it's like two billion dollars on original content or something like that uh, this year." Uh, I, I apologize. Sorry. Netflix will probably spend 19 billion on video in 2021. So it's a little more than 2 billion. Oh my um, gosh. That's a lot of, that's a lot of that's money. That's a lot of billions. That's a lot of billions. Yeah. That's what yeah. they're looking to spend this year. So out of all the streaming services, Netflix is probably the one that most people have, you know, Disney's getting up there, but if they're creating all this content, it's great. I just hope that it's great and it delivers and we enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Let's move on to what's coming out this week. We have Wrath of Man, which is coming out May 7th in theaters where permitted. And we'll have our review out on Friday, as well as Star Wars The Bad Batch, Episode 1, which is coming out May 4th. And then Episode 2, which is coming out May 7th. We'll also have a review on on those episodes as well. Um, And that, that will air on Disney+. Plus. Yes, we have our uh, Wrath of Man is with the, is the guy Richie's new film. So it looks very reminiscent of his style that he's kind of gotten back to since The Gentleman, which came out last year. Um, it's nice to see him reteaming with Jason Statham as well. Um, and yeah, like you said, yeah, Bad, Bad, Bad Batch. There's two episodes this week. So one on Tuesday for May the 4th, the Star Wars Day, uh, and then, which is like a 70 minute episode. And then it'll be every week, every Friday following that, which is, uh, which is great. But we'll yeah. have episode one review up on Tuesday. Yeah. Let's move on to what we're watching. Let's start off with Shay. I I did not ma- watch much this week. Um, I did watch Ted Lasso season two, uh, season one twice. Uh, I watched it all the way through, and then I was like, you know what? It was such a good show. Let's watch it one more time again. So, I, and I, I think I just started it before we, <laughs> before we started recording. I put on my third round of this week. Um, it's it's a phenomenal show. I absolutely love it. I can't get enough of it. Uh, I've said we've said enough about this show, Daniel and I. That uh, if you're not watching it already, you're making a grave mistake. You need to watch the show. And uh, yeah, episode one of Star Wars, The Bad Batch, which will have our review out for it soon. Really cool. What about you, Daniel? Yeah, you know, same as Shay, it's been a quiet week. So uh, I also finished my watch of Ted Lasso, uh, watching a couple other things that we cannot talk about yet because of embargo. But uh, Star Wars, The Bad Batch, Tuesday, um, another show coming out later in May, which we'll talk about very soon. Uh, I watched Justice Society World War II, which is... Uh, a brand new DC animated film. It is um, a sequel, so it's, they're starting a brand new, um, a brand new continuity that started with uh, Superman: Men of Tomorrow, which kind of started off this uh, this new world of Superman and uh, this new kind of animation style. And I really dug it, honestly. Like I, I'm really digging what they're doing with this new continuity of movies, and I like that um, they're being a little different from their previous animation style, this has a little bit more harder black lines to the animation. So it looks, it kind of gives me a little bit of Archer vibes, which I, I mentioned when we were talking about Superman man of tomorrow, but mm-hmm. um, it was a really cool story. I think you would dig it, Anthony, you know, like basically flash is uh, the, uh, the movie starts with flash helping Superman fight Brainiac. And uh, he basically runs so fast that he goes back in time because he's like trying to catch his kryptonite bullet. And he ends up in World War II, and he's there. Wonder Woman's there. Wonder Woman is very reminiscent of uh, Gal Gadot in um, the first Wonder Woman film because she has a bit of an she has like an accent as well too. She's you know helping uh, you know fight the Nazis, and uh, she has a team of superheroes, which is like Black Canary, 
uh, Jay Garrick as the Flash, um, some uh, Hawkman. You have other heroes there too, and Flash is fighting alongside them. And it was a really cool story, um, and kind of sets up what's to come in this uh, new uh, continuity of this animated world. It was really cool, really, really great animation and really, uh, really fun story. So I'm looking forward to what they have next. I think next film on the horizon for them is Batman Long Halloween. Mm. Um, and we have Great not story. seen we have not seen Batman yet in this uh, continuity yet so uh, I'm excited to see uh, what um, how it's all going to play together and that comes out in June so we don't have too long to wait cool 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 yeah uh, for me this week I put on Ant-Man I haven't watched it for a really long time and I'm kind of doing the same thing Shay's doing with his uh, girlfriend kind of going through this Marvel Cinematic Universe in in I guess in the fashion of what movie comes after the next, um, in continuity of the, you, you in just the say continuity. You're, you're watching them in order, man. Yeah. Well, like, are they so confused by that? <laughs> but like, you know, like, were they all? I guess are they in order of release? Yeah, but you're just you're just watching them in release order. I, am I watching them in release order? I don't know, man. You're I mean, watching. It them. Sounds like I don't know. I went online and I looked up like a picture, and it says this is how you watch the yeah, Marvel Cinematic. You could just do it in the DC. The DC Plus app. Uh, sorry, D- uh, Disney DC Plus. Plus. App, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was looking at. Uh, I was thinking of DC. Disney yeah, let Plus me do it the way I do it. Order. I think Anthony's just watching it in the, the, the Gilliardi order. I did Anthony watch. I did watch Avengers, <laughs> Ultron, and then Avengers. So um, that's, that's, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. That's, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> that's reverse Flash order. <laughs> but um, yeah, I put on Ant Man. Uh, really enjoyed it. I I. I just I haven't watched it in a really long time. I think I only watched it once, and then this is my second time. But for a very funny movie, great. I wonder how much they spent on CG because the CG in that film. This is 2015, I think. It looks yes. really good, especially with the the whole ant sequence and miniature, like him shrinking and blowing up, shrinking. Yeah, and it was and really was smaller, really well done. That was a smaller budget MCU film, right? Yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah. that was like, I think only 130 million they spent on that one, and. Um, it's funny because that was one of the films that was longest in development too, right? I mean, back in we Boris Kit tweeted this week. Uh, I know we didn't have him on the show this week, but uh, Boris Kit tweeted this week that like 15 years ago this week they announced that uh, John Favreau was going to be directing Iron Man, and right. back then too, like back at the Comic Con of 2006, is when they announced you know Edgar Wright's going to be working on Ant Man and. You're right. going to get Iron Man and eventually Captain America and Thor and leading up to Avengers film. It felt so long. It's crazy to think how, like, I, I think Ant-Man was the first movie, uh, Ant-Man and Guardians, where we're really like, man, Marvel is really doing something different. And now when, whenever Marvel does something different, it doesn't feel as different anymore in the mm-hmm. sense of like, because we know they're going to do something great. We just saw the, the Miss Marvel set photos come out. Yeah, and five years ago, I don't think we would have ever thought we were going to get Miss Marvel, and now we see her as like, yeah, hell yeah, we're doing her because we could do anything in this universe. Yeah, and it looks dope. They really did a good job of taking those B characters and making them A characters and building that confidence even with their viewers. Because yeah, who would have thought like Guardians of the Galaxy would have been that good or Ant Man, but um. Yeah, and Edgar Wright writing that script. Too bad he didn't write the sequel um, or even partake in his own Marvel Universe story. He would be a great director, writer to have in that uh, cinematic universe. Yeah, I mean, they, I think they tried, but um, I think he waited a really long time, too, to make his movie. And by the time that, um, you know, he was ready to make a, a, his Ant-Man film, I don't think his vision really was in line with what they were thinking for the MCU at that time. But right. um, yeah, it's always a what if, but we're also getting a what if, a what if series. So Marvel's got that covered as well. Yeah. I put on star Wars, the bad batch. You'll be hearing a review shortly about it. Watch both episodes. And then I put on dark side of the ring confidential. So I mentioned a couple of you know months ago, um, Dark Side of the Ring, me and Daniel watch it quite a bit. And it's kind of like little short stories or hour-long episodes on events that have happened with wrestlers from 
from the past, either if they were from WCW, WWF, and, and so on. And just events that have happened in that forum that have kind of like set in motion lore with the wrestling universe. So Dark Side of the Ring Confidential is a show that's hosted by Conrad Thompson, who hosts his own podcast called Something to Wrestle With, which is a fantastic podcast if you are a huge wrestling fan. He's, he's won so many awards for his podcast for Something to Wrestle. Um, really, really, really good. And he interviews the show creators, which is Evan Husney and uh, Jason Eisner. And it kind of brings you into perspective of what they were thinking and how they how they did these episodes. So what they did is they they replayed eight episodes from season one and season two, um, and those episodes are like the Montreal Screwjob, um, Life and Crimes of New Jack, Road Warriors, and then during the episode they'll have segments on what what brought them to this story or you know. A lot of these documentaries, when they interview these people, you don't really know if they're telling the truth or like, was it re- like, were they, was this a work? Was this not a work? And these creators really go into like, yeah, these guys, you know, especially with like the killing of Bruiser Brody, um, yeah, they, they, they believe that this is, this is what happened to this guy. And then they also interview other wrestlers that they didn't have the budget to interview during that time to just get more perspective in these stories. So I think it's such a well-done series. I think Dark Side of the Ring is a great series on Crave. This is just kind of like that bonus feature that you would find on a DVD that really goes in more in-depth in those episodes. So I encourage you to watch it if you are already watching Dark Side of the Ring, just to replay it. And they're great stories. It's Man, I, I don't understand how they haven't won an Emmy. It, I think they're some of the best TV out there, especially with docu-TV series. Um, and then I put on Magnus, which is a doc, and it's a documentary on Magnus Carlson, who's a chess grandmaster. And it goes throughout, it focuses on his early life and as, you know, as a chess prodigy and his accomplishments throughout the years and him becoming a grandmaster at age of 13 and him winning like the championship. And just like, this guy's like a fucking magician with chess. Like he's the greatest chess player to ever live. And it just, his father like kind of started recording him at a young age and it just goes throughout his story of how he became this prodigy in chess. And it was really, really well done. I think it was on, I watched it on the Sundance um, app, which is a free trial for seven days, but really, really good. Like if you like uh, Queens Gambit, you'll like this documentary because this kid, there's a scene in this, in this movie, in this doc where he plays like, 10 people at once like older dudes just chilling at a table and he's standing there going one from one person to another just playing chess he goes what? to harvard he goes to harvard and he puts on a blindfold he sits behind he sits his back towards i guess six chess masters and he plays them without actually looking at the pieces just by memorizing them and he beats them all that's because wild. he he can strategically see like he's memorized the patterns and I guess the, the strategies to a point where it just it's just comes out as words. It's just natural to him. That's it's, wild. That's it's crazy. Amazing. It's like man, these people are nuts. But yeah, that's uh, something. You, that's what I've been watching. Something you mentioned, Anthony, too, with uh, with Dark Side of the Rain. That's also coming out this week, season three. Yeah, um, it's starting this week. So we left that out of out this week. But uh, yeah, Dark Side of the Ring season three starts this. Uh, I believe the 6th of May. Um, and there's actually two episodes this week. So there's part one, part two of Brian Pillman. Yeah, that's uh, a big one. Who's, so that's going to be uh, happening this week. And yeah, it's it's a phenomenal show. Even if you're not huge into wrestling, um, it's still a great show. Just a great documentary to really kind of see what goes on in that world. And uh, and just really kind of try and understand what these what's going through the heads of these, you know, these icons in the, in the industry. But also just... Um, kind of just revel at the, the, the absurdity of it all. Yeah. Like the uh, cocaine, I, cocaine orgies right. in Hollywood. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah. And they reenact <laughs> them, which is really, 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 yeah. and they, the, this confidential series, they talk about like, how do you reenact a lot of the, cause during the, the series, they will talk about these stories and these creators are like, 
let's recreate these stories, but let's not show any faces. Let's use like shadows and light to recreate them. And they do such a great job. And there was one where it was, you know, there was a cocaine orgy happening in Hollywood and they did that whole scene. And the guy was in his underwears with golden cowboy boots. And yeah, I think if you like like Dateline and true crime type of thing, you'll love this. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that wraps up another episode of the movie podcast. Again, you can catch a new episode every Monday across all your favorite podcast streaming services. Head over to at the movie podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Leave us a comment on our Apple podcast page. Give us a five-star review. We're trying to hit 200 five-star reviews. We have our giveaway that's on Instagram, that $100 iTunes gift card that's only available for Canadian residents. That's really, really important for our American um, listeners. Or We're sorry. Our world We're listeners. Our day. world listeners. One day we will One have day. enough money to buy gift cards for everyone across all um, con- continents. But or actually, <laughs> or or countries. countries. Yes, all countries. That's a lot of money, actually. If we were to think of our audience base and buying a gift card for each country, that's a lot. It's a lot yeah, it is a lot. One day, one day though. If you support us, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Any other things that I'm missing? No, just make sure you're tuning into the feed this week because yeah. we got a lot of reviews coming. May is gearing up to be a huge month for movies, which I'm so excited about because I feel like April was a little quiet. Even though we got some, we got like Mortal Kombat and Godzilla, I guess at the end of March, but uh, May, May, June, July, it's going and August is just going to be and September. My God, it's just from from here on out, we are in movie season from the begin to the end of the year. So you already know you're listening to the best movie podcast in the world. So make sure you stay here. That's true. Yeah. Amen. And go get your vaccine if you are available to get your vaccine. That would help the world out a lot. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we will see you next.